You're listening to an Apple Viz podcast. Hello and welcome. My name is Thomas Donville, also known as Anonymous. I'm really excited to do this podcast for our listeners out there. We just recently did a wonderful Apple Viz extra interview with the fine folks over at Be My Eyes. And if you haven't heard that podcast with Dave Nason, be sure to check that out as they discuss about the history of the Be My Eyes, some of the functionality and features that, that you can do within Be My Eyes. And then lastly, they discuss about the new feature, which I'm going to be covering here today, and that is called the Virtual Volunteer. Virtual Volunteer is something that's still going to be totally radically different than we have ever experienced before in our lives this is totally revolutionary. It is something new, and it's only going to grow over time and get better as it grows. So as we know, or if you're not familiar with a Be My Eyes, Be My Eyes is something you should have. That is a definite tool you want to have on your home screen to use on a daily basis. This allows you to consult and call a volunteer by a method of a video conference or a video call. That uses a camera on the back of your phone and you can point to the thing or object or something that you want to ask a question about. That could be anything. That could be like, what is the error that's on my screen? Or what is that doing over there? Or where did I put this? Or how much time do I have left? All the various things you could come across you just like flustered and I just wish I could see this and you're having one of those blind moments, right? We have all been there. We have those blind days. But thankfully, we have something like the Be My Eyes where we can call a volunteer that can help and assist you in a wonderful, mini way. These people are wanting to help you. They, they go out of the way to try to help you. And that's the beautiful thing about the Be My Eyes. Now, the virtual volunteer is a, no, is a whole new twist and using the technology and tapping into what we call the open AI technology. You probably have heard over the time the open AI technology when it comes to GPT. So this is a technology where you can ask the GPT any questions you want. You could ask things like, what is that? How does this work? Or write me an essay, write me a research paper. It's just endless. And it's just amazing the result you get back. But with any AI, it's not perfect. Sometimes it comes out gibberish. Sometimes it comes with no facts or doesn't give you the incorrect fact of what you ask. One of those technology, what we have done here is that the Be My Eyes has tapped into the OpenAI server or the engine. And that technology is allow us to take a photo or an image and throw it at the OpenAI and then it gives us a complete detailed description of what they see on the image. And because this is a virtual volunteer, this is the beautiful part of this, is that you can actually have a conversation with the AI. So when it gives you a result that you see on image and it tells you, you can follow up questions with this as well. What is that in that picture? Can you give me more details about this or that? And you'll get these stunning description and response. It's just incredible. Some of these things are just simply day and night different from what we have today technology-wise to what OpenAI is going to present to you in your everyday life. It is life-altering. There is no doubt this has altered my life in such a dramatic way that I could not live without this app. Even though it's not accurate, sometimes 
more times than not, it does a really good job. And one of those things that Be My Eyes is trying to do very hard, and this is why it's not going to be released until Q3 of this year, 2023. And I can hear a lot of people out there are wanting to wish that it comes out sooner. I hear you, and I know they do. They want to make sure that they give you the best experience and Be My Eyes. And with all these beta testers and the testers like myself and many others out there, we're trying to bang away on this AI to improve on those accuracy and the things that it tells us about an image, making sure we get what we want out of a question and things like that. So that by the time it gets into your hand, we hope to have it in the best method and best way that it can provide and give you quality answers. So yes, Q3 of 2023 is when this virtual volunteer will be released. That is in the time frame I'm thinking around end of September to early October. That is not definitive. That's just a ballpark idea that they gave us in the Be My Eyes interview. So it could possibly be earlier or it could be possibly at that time or possibly a little later. So be sure to follow the Be My Eyes on the various social platforms so you know and get in the know-how when this becomes public. Also want to make a big shout out to the team of Be My Eyes in making this possible for all of us. Even though it's in beta and it will be coming out Q3 of 2023, they were so kind and gave us the permission and blessing for us to be able to produce this podcast. This podcast wouldn't have been possible without that permission. So I appreciate the Be My Eyes team and being open so that I could give you this demonstration of what you can expect when this comes out later this year. Before I start this podcast, I want to talk about a few things, and that is the Be My Eyes currently is in beta, and because it's in beta, the user interface is changing constantly, and that means while we're in this beta, the virtual volunteer section is changing all the time. So I'm not going to be covering how the interface works and how to do it step-by-step to get the result that you're going to hear in this podcast. I'm just going to do it in lamest terms and explain what the steps are like. And so that way you get an idea what I am doing. As I will be removing all the silent part, which is the waiting period before I get the actual results, I am going to be using dictation to ask the questions. And the dictation, there is the edit box. And so let me start from the beginning here. So there's two ways of doing and using the Be My Eyes virtual volunteer. The first way is to use the Be My Eyes app. Once you go into the Be My Eyes app, towards the bottom, there should be a virtual volunteer button. From that button, you should get something in the terms of you being able to take a picture. So that is when you want to take a picture of the item that you want to help and describing or telling you what is in that picture. So we take the picture at that point. It will then send that to the OpenAI, get the results back, and we get that response. From there, you have several options. You can add more additional pictures because it's, if it's something that it needs. So sometimes when I get a response back to the volunteer is that it needs a different angle or please try to give it a different picture because maybe the picture is too close, too far, or maybe it's blurry. And so it will tell you, and that's the beautiful thing about it. So it's actually like a conversation with a volunteer, but you're having a conversation with the AI server on their end of the open AI. So within the response, we have the response button. 
that I can reply back and enter the edit area. And that's where you're going to hear a lot of the podcast on is my dictation, asking the question. And then from there, we have to hit the send message button. And that allows to send the message back to OpenAI to get the response back based on that question. The cool thing about this is that you can have the conversation as long as you want. So there is no limit to anything. There's no limit of how many times you can use this per day. There's no limit on how many questions you can ask, how many responses you can have, anything like that. That's the beautiful thing about that. So basically, that's how that works. And a lot of those are going to be removed. So there are a lot of steps and process to make that happen. I thought removing that would make the podcast smoother and a little easier to listen. So it's not so tedious and monotonous with all this swiping and hitting a button over and over and over. The second way to use the Be My Eyes virtual volunteer is by what we call the shared sheet. You may be familiar with this. There is a share button in various apps out there. So you can use any apps out there that has photo. So if you're using Safari, you can use Safari and tap on the image and hit share. Or say I'm in Facebook and I see an image on there. I can tap on that image. Once again, one of the item is a share. And you swipe to the right. And this is the share sheets where you are seeing all your friends on the list that you text message. You can airdrop it. You can send it by mail. You can send it by messages and various programs. And one of those programs is where it says, describe with be my eyes. Just double tap on that. And that is the area that is going to take that photo and send to the OpenAI server once again and get the result back. That dialog box is probably going to be very differently as time goes on, but it has the same results in the same philosophy as the Be My Eyes process is that it gives you the option to add additional pictures and there is your conversation and you can respond to those conversations for more details and etc. Just a couple of noteworthy notes I want to tell you is um, one of the things I know people are going to be asking once they listen to this podcast is the response time that you get between you and the virtual volunteer and the virtual volunteer back to you. So I'll try to answer that question to you. I have seen a dramatic, a huge change in speed and since I have been using the Be My Eyes virtual volunteer, and this will only get better over time. There's a lot of variation that comes in play when to ask to ask that question. And that is just to let you know that there is things like your connection, how fast your Wi-Fi, how fast is your cell, how fast is, is information getting to the open AI server. And then we have to consider what is the load like on the open AI. So if they're really busy, it could be slower. It could be faster. So the response time I have seen on average is about two to three seconds. I think that's ideal and I think that's perfect and is doable. However, as I mentioned before, things can only get better from here and we could see improvement with that result. The other thing I want to note to you is I mentioned in earlier is that just to let you know, as you listen to this podcast, it's going to sound like I'm being able to ask a question virtually by verbally using my voice, like if it's voice activated, and then I get the instantaneous response back from the virtual volunteer. I wish that was the case, but that is not. So I just want to let you know to make sure that you understand the process I went through. That is what you are not going to be hearing 
along with the silent part being removed. I wish it was that simple that I could just use my voice activated and get the instant response. But what you're hearing is just my response when I ask the question and the response back from the virtual volunteer, thus making it sound like it's instantaneous. I'm going to be covering quite a few things here that involves my daily task. And um, these things I hope that you can relate to on your everyday tasks and you're going to see how huge of a difference this impact my life and I hope it does to you too when this comes out to the public later in Q3 of 2023. Life altering is an understatement. As I mentioned before, if you don't believe me, that's all right. Listen to this podcast and I think you'll be a believer. So let's get this show on the road and I do really think you're going to be totally surprised of the things you're going to hear in this podcast. Let's start this off with photos. We all come to love photos for memory sakes, for reminders, and something that we can go back and look at. However, if you're like me, we don't get very good results. And a lot of photos could be things of I've taken or we've done on Christmas Day, vacation, or just simply the pictures that somebody sent to you to put into your photo library. Sure, I've been able to organize things, put tags on it, things like that. But wouldn't it be great that you can go back and actually re-experience what that picture really meant to you? I'm going to show you something that is just going to simply amazes you. It's going to open your eyes with a Be My Eyes virtual volunteer. It is a difference between day and night. Don't take my word. I'm going to show you an example of a picture that I have here. Now, I know what it is. However, you don't know what it is. Plus, you just don't get the same experience with the picture. Let me give you an example. I am in my photo app here. I have a particular picture that I know I took when we were in Walt Disney World. And here's what voiceover will say about the photo itself. Photo. Liftable subject available. Actions available. More content available. A group of people standing in front of a multicolored building. That doesn't say much, right? Kind of a letdown, even though I know what that is. And so it doesn't really bring a lot of emotion to that picture or what it was like when we were at that spot or photo. Well, check this out. This is what I will refer to Be My Eyes Virtual Volunteer Difference. Are you ready? All right, here we go. Virtual Volunteer, this is a picture of the Cinderella Castle in Disney World. It is lit up with colorful lights and has a statue of Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse in front of it. There are blue beams of light shining up into the sky in the background. That just blew me away. And the beautiful thing about this whole thing, that it is your virtual volunteer. You do what you want. Meaning you can take that same picture. Now you're in a conversation mode and you can ask more questions about that picture. So I'm going to ask for more details. Give me more details what I see in this picture. Virtual volunteer. Sure, I can provide more details. In this picture, the castle is decorated with red, green, and gold lights. There are also blue and yellow lights on the towers. The statue of Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse is made of bronze and is located in the center of the picture. There are people walking around in the foreground and background. The sky is dark and the beams of light create a pattern in the sky. That is what I'm talking about. It brings me back to that moment when I took that picture, froze that time into a single shot. Now, 
I can enjoy my photos like I have never been able to before. And as I mentioned before, this is a virtual volunteer. I keep having a conversation. It can ask more specific things that it sees in this image. Out of curiosity, let's take a look at something here. What can you tell me about that statue in the photo? Virtual volunteer, the statue in the photo is called the Partner's Statue. It was sculpted by Disney legends Blaine Gibson and shows Walt Disney holding hands with Mickey Mouse. It was installed in 1995 and is located in the center of the hub in front of Cinderella Castle. It is a popular photo spot for Disney World visitors. That, folks, brought emotion to me. Simply because when I did have some vision, I remember that statue specifically. I absolutely love that statue. That's one of my most favorite things about Walt Disney World was that statue. And not only to be able to hear it, but to have it explained to me once again what it was called, what it looks like, just brought a whole new level to me. I'll ask one more question here. What can you tell me about that castle in the photo? Virtual volunteer, the castle in the photo is called Cinderella Castle. It is the iconic centerpiece of Disney's Magic Kingdom theme park. It was completed in 1971 and is 189 feet tall. It is inspired by the castle from the Disney movie Cinderella and has become a symbol of Disney theme parks around the world. And that's is what I get with just one photo. It gave me exactly what it sees in the photo. Then it gave me details about the certain things I want to know about within that photo. With this type of rich information brings a whole new eye-opening experience when I now take a look at a particular photo. What a dramatic change and difference that we got from the voiceover what it thought it saw to what we saw with a Be My Eyes virtual volunteer. Now I can enjoy, sit back, and go through all the photos, re-tag them, put the correct label on them, and then whenever I feel like, I could just put this through the Be My Eyes virtual volunteer and relive the moment of that particular picture. Now this one, you probably can relate. A lot of you out there that's listened to this can probably relate to about cooking. I can cook on the stove and the oven, the microwave, air fryer, things like that. But sometimes I am just not in the mood to cook gourmet style over the stove or whatever have not. I simply have some frozen meal that are located in the freezer. The problem that I have is that I can pull one out, but I never know what it is. So I always tease myself. I'm having a mystery lunch and you will find out as soon as you cook it, take it out and eat it. Then I'll let you know what you're having. <laughs> so I thought to myself, yeah, I always am able to take other products like CNAI, Envision, SuperSess, all those things. They do an okay job, meaning that I can get the legit or the ballpark idea of what it says on the product. What it doesn't do, and you probably could relate, it's really difficult to find the barcodes to get more information. Or if I do an OCR on the box, you get a lot of gibberish. It just depends on the picture you take. And really, it comes to the point where I don't even bother anymore because it's just unreliable. And I just want something consistent. So I'm going to do just that. I have a mystery box that I'm going to have for lunch today. I'm going to see what this Be My Eyes virtual volunteer has to say about what I am going to be eating. And then we'll ask all sorts of information about the product itself. 
Virtual Volunteer, the picture is of a frozen meal from Healthy Choice Cafe Steamers. The meal is barbecue seasoned steak with red potatoes. The packaging is orange and white with a picture of the meal on the front. The meal appears to have steak, red potatoes, and corn in a barbecue sauce. Now that's pretty darn accurate. Wow. So I didn't have to do an OCR on that, and it was able to tell me immediately what my mystery lunch is. Let me ask more question about that. I'm going to have it read me everything that it sees on this meal. Can you read me everything that's on this box? Virtual volunteer, sure. The front of the box reads Healthy Choice Cafe Steamers Barbecue Seasoned Steak with Red Potatoes. There is also a label that says no preservatives. On the back of the box, there are cooking instructions, nutrition facts, and a list of ingredients. The cooking instructions state to microwave the meal for 4 to 5 minutes and let stand for 1 minute before eating. The nutrition facts state that the meal has 290 calories, 9 grams of fat, 39 grams of carbohydrates, and 16 grams of protein. The ingredients include cooked beef, red potatoes, water, corn, tomato paste, sugar, and various spices and seasonings. That just blew my mind. I'm thinking to myself, all these times that I have wasted trying to get accurate information from a product like this. It's just simply mind-blowing. The beautiful thing about the Be My Eyes virtual volunteer is that you're able to take multiple images. So what I've done is I took one picture of the front, one picture of the back, and then it gave me results like that. Gone are the days where you got gibberish, you weren't perfect with your camera, reading a bunch of nonsense like that. And this just told me everything in just one swap without doing a barcode, anything like that. Two pictures, that's it. So let me ask some more here. I'm curious more about the nutritional information. So let's find out. Can you read me more about the nutritional information? Virtual volunteer, sure. The nutrition facts state that the meal has 290 calories, 9 grams of total fat, 2.5 G of saturated fat and 0 grams of trans fat, 40 milligrams of cholesterol, 600 milligrams of sodium, 39 grams of carbohydrates, 4G of dietary fiber and 16 grams of sugars, and 16 grams of protein. There is also information about the vitamins and minerals in the meal, including 10% of the daily value of vitamin A, 8% of vitamin C, 10% of calcium, and 15% of iron. Wow. That is, um, wow. I'm just taken aback because it just read everything so beautifully. I am curious about the ingredients. Let's probe some more about the ingredients. Can you tell me more about the ingredient? Virtual volunteer, sure. The full list of ingredients is cooked beef, red potatoes, water, corn, tomato paste, sugar, modified food starch, vinegar, salt, Worcestershire sauce, molasses, natural flavor, garlic powder, onion powder, mustard, paprika, and spices. The meal is made with 100% natural beef and does not contain any artificial colors or flavors. It also does not contain any preservatives. Wow, that's beautiful. I don't think I've ever had anything tell me about ingredients like the way it did here. This is definitely going to make my decision on meals so much easier than just have to randomly pick a mystery meal out of the freezer. That's going to change my life a lot right there. Now, for those that are curious, I'm going to take that same photo and I'm I'm going to run this through Microsoft Scene AI. So you can hear the difference between what you just heard into what the same image that I used for the virtual assistant, what it's going to say. So here's the scene AI result of that same picture. Processing. 
Healthy Choice Cafe Steamers Registered Barbecue Seasoned Steak with Potatoes Tender Beef Strips with Russet Potatoes and Vegetables in a Whiskey Barbecue Sauce No Preservatives NETWT 9.5 Ounces 269G Keep Frozen Must Be Cooked Thoroughly 300 Calories 1.5 Grams Saturday Fat 8% DV US Inspected D Passed by Department of Agriculture Serving Suggestion Per 1 Meal 450 milligrams Sodium 16 Grams Total Sugars 20% DV And as you heard for yourself, got the meal, yeah, but... It's not as nice, so there's a lot of gibberish and it got around the nutritional information. So now let's try with Voice Dream Scanner, as I think that's one of the best scanner out there. So let's see what that says. Healthy, choice, cafe steamers, barbecue, seasoned steak with potatoes, tender beef strips with russet potatoes and vegetables, in a whiskey barbecue sauce, no preservatives, U.S., inspected, and passed by, Department Dog, Agriculture, met with a zero LCO9, Capozi must be coquia thorough eye. Serving suggestion for one meal, V. Pretty similar results as a scene AI. We got the meal correct, which is great, but none of the other information. Now let's take the last one and we'll take Envision AI. Capital D. Dead button. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That was not good. Now that's took the same image and we're not treating anything differently. It's not a different picture from what I originally had to the CNAI and the voice dream scanner and tube Envision. So that didn't even bother telling me what the product is or what I saw in there. It's just a few gibbers on that screen. I don't think I have to tell you which one I think won here, but I do know I have a pretty delicious lunch coming up. As I'm sitting here trying to think what I could do to go to the next step above and beyond. And... Then I realized that it's raining outside, and then it just dawned on me. I said, what if? So one of the things I miss a lot as being a weather person myself is that back in the days, I used to be able to open up a radar and take a look at the radar and see what's going on around the city, where the precipitation is at, and et cetera. For those who have been blind all your life, you probably have never had the pleasure or to hear exactly what is on that radar and what it looks like. So I thought I'm going to challenge the Be My Eyes virtual volunteer on a radar. So this image I'm going to use, this came from a local TV station in my city. They have a weather page that contains a radar image. I'm going to take a look at that and see what the virtual volunteer can do for us. Virtual Volunteer, this is a weather map of the Kansas City area. It shows the current temperatures and radar for 8 p.m. The temperatures range from 53 degrees in Lawrence and Gardner to 55 degrees in St. Joseph and Harrisonville. There is a band of light green on the radar, indicating light rain, stretching from Mount City to Butler. The map also shows some scattered clouds in the area. How remarkable is that? That alone gives me an idea in my mind where that precipitation is. And it says it was light precipitation. So that is interesting to know that it knew that it was light and it gave me a band where it was stretching from. Okay. Um, one of the things I realized I heard on there is temperature. So let me probe a little deeper on the temperature first and then we'll tackle the precipitation. Can you tell me all of the city and temperature that you see on this radar? Virtual volunteer, sure. The cities and temperatures shown on this radar are Kansas City, 54 degrees, St. 
Joseph, 55 degrees, Harrisonville, 55 degrees, Lawrence, 53 degrees, Gardner, 53 degrees, Olathe, 54 degrees, Lansing, 54 degrees, Atchison, 55 degrees, Plattsburgh, 55 degrees, Mount City, 54 degrees, Butler, 54 degrees, Concordia, 54 degrees. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. I think that's the first time I've ever heard in such a beautiful summary like that, that is able to tell me all the temperature in my surrounding area of the city. Sure, I'm able to go to my city, see what the temperature is. And in this case, they're all pretty close together. It would be really curious when we have a cold front approaching or a warm front, when we have more of a wider range of temperature. But that is remarkable. I absolutely love that. And since I know the city pretty well, I, I can get a, an idea in my mind, all the temperature around the area. Boy, that's that's something. That's just staggering. Okay, let's try the next one. We'll probe on the precipitation and see what we get. Where is the light precipitation located at? The cities affected by the light precipitation are Mount City, Butler, Harrisonville, and potentially Olathe and Kansas City. That is just staggering. Now, for the first time in a very long time, I am now able to explore this radar and get the various temperature plus the precipitation. And you can ask specific questions about those precipitation and temperature. Boy, this is just going to make things so different for me when it comes to weather now. It's taking something as simple as this and being able to get from this, for those who are blind, get a rough estimate idea of the surrounding area of your weather. Now, on something on a daily basis, what do we do on a daily basis that we could use some help with? And I'll be honest, the first, very first time I've used the Be My Eyes virtual volunteer was I performed on a shirt. Yes, a shirt. So... How nice would it be for me to know what I'm picking out for that day? I am not organized. I'm not prepared. Typically, here's the routine. I will kind of figure out what the day is going to be like. And for this particular day, it's going to be kind of nice out, a little bit warm. So I want a t-shirt. I go to the closet. I feel my way around and I find a shirt and I just pull it out, put it on. That's simple, right? Now, some of you probably have it organized. You know what shirt is what, and that is great. That's awesome. How would it be to take that to the next level? Be able to pull something out of that closet and know what I'm grabbing. That way I can at least know what I'm wearing. So the little history behind this particular shirt I'm going to do is that in the past, when I have worn this shirt, I have no idea what's on it. And I am at a local place getting some products and items that I need. And here comes out of nowhere. Somebody comes up and says, hey, I love your shirt. And then I'll get another person that comes along and say, love it. And I'm thinking to myself, what in the world are they talking about? Because all I could do is say, hey, thanks so much. I appreciate it. And, <laughs> you know, wouldn't it be nice to know what you had on? So if you're like me, or you just simply want to know what your clothes look like, that could be pants, socks, particular shirts, button-ups, long sleeves, sweater, hoodies, whatever you want. So I took this shirt out and I was curious what everybody was talking about. Now, of course, I know what's on it now, but for you to hear how this described the t-shirt. And in the past, I would have to try to scan it, but more times than not, it fails. It just does not give me more 
of a description, what it is. Sometimes it does, most of the time it doesn't. So here is the Be My Eyes virtual volunteer difference. Now for fun and giggles, this is what I typically see when I take a picture of it. And this is what voiceover tells me what it thinks it is before I put it through the Be My Eyes virtual volunteer. Live photo, a black shirt with white text on a white surface. Bravado, actions available, more content available. That's what I'm talking about being so vague. Bravado, that does, does not ring any bell with me at all. And it didn't read out what was on the shirt, right? Okay, so let's run this through the Be My Eyes virtual volunteer. Virtual volunteer, this is a picture of a dark gray t-shirt with a red logo in the center that reads red hot chili peppers. The logo is in the shape of a starburst or explosion. The shirt also has a small bravado logo in white in the top left corner. When I got that result, I was telling myself, that is just so amazing. So now I know what the bravado is. That's the name of the shirt brand and or whoever manufactured this shirt. And most of all, it told me about the red hot chili pepper logo on it. And it gave me an explanation about the design of it. And yes, it is dark gray. However, always take the color with with a grain of salt because it all depends with the camera. Never, never, ever, 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 ever depend on your camera or your iPhone to give you the best and the correct color. Now, in this circumstance, that was a correct color. Must have it in the perfect angle, perfect lighting. But I just knew that was a dark gray. But nonetheless, it got me exactly what I wanted. Now I know what everybody was talking about when they say, love your shirt. And now I can say, yep, Chili Pepper's awesome. This just opened my eyes to my wardrobe like I have never seen before. Now I have curiosity. I'm going to ask more about this shirt. Tell me more about the shirt. Virtual volunteer, the shirt appears to be a band merch t-shirt for the American rock band, Red Hot Chili Peppers. The shirt looks to be made of cotton and is likely a unisex fit. It has a crew neck and short sleeves. The Bravado logo in the top left corner suggests that it is an officially licensed product. I couldn't get that information from anything else. This brought a whole new world to me and my wardrobe. I can't wait to see what it has to say about your wardrobe. It'll give you a whole new insight about shirts, pants, shoes, any garments or apparels that you have to wear on a daily basis. One of the things I've done is that I had, or I just simply decided to delete Facebook, Instagram, and things like that off of the phone. For the biggest reason why I got rid of it was because not a lot of people just did simple posting. In other words, there's always seems to be involved photos or images, and I always felt left out because there'd be a lot of comments as, oh, I love that color, or I love that, whatever or not. And I just felt not included, or I just didn't know what they were talking about. You been there? Sure. There are some posts out there that say, happy birthday to you and such, and like that, and I could reply back to it and stuff. But over time, I just got frustrated and gave up with that platform. Now, the question you're probably thinking, well, how can, what kind of difference can when I get in those type of social platform, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or whatever not. So here's a Facebook post of my niece. And here's an example of what I meant, like I don't have any clue what that's talking about and what people are talking about. 
Photo, maybe an image of two people. Actions available, a group of people sitting on a couch with two dogs, one year ago and now. So, I got the legit, so this is a group of people. Two people, two dogs, then and now. Really doesn't say a whole lot, right? So, I got this idea, and I was like, okay, let's see if Be My Eyes will make any difference to me. And check this out. Virtual volunteer, the picture is a side-by-side -side comparison of a man and his dog. On the left, it shows the man sitting on a couch with his dog laying on top of him, with the caption one year ago. On the right, it shows the man sitting on a couch with his dog laying next to him with the caption and now. The title for this image is Lydia has perfected the art of getting comfortable. That is, now we're getting somewhere. Now I'm starting to understand how and what this picture looks like. But I need just a little bit more information, right? Now I know there's two pictures and that's why I saw two people and two dogs. That makes sense. Now I can get very specific and ask more question about the left and the right side. Tell me more what you see on the left side of this photo. Virtual volunteer, on the left side of this photo, we can see a man sitting on a couch with his dog laying on top of him. The man is holding a Nintendo Switch in his hand and appears to be relaxing. The dog is a golden color and is laying on the man's chest with its head resting on his shoulder. There is also a blue cup on the coffee table in front of the couch. How beautiful is that? Now, I know that was a year ago. We have this dog, and he's holding a Nintendo Switch. Now, that's details. Now, let's ask about the right side of that photo. Tell me more about the right side of the photo. Virtual volunteer, on the right side of the photo, we can see the man sitting on a couch with his dog laying next to him. The dog is a golden color and is laying on its back with its legs in the air. The man is wearing a black shirt and has a beard. There is also a white cup with a straw on the coffee table in front of the couch. The caption for this side of the photo reads and now. Now, I am able to know what the picture is of and great details. Now I understand the title. And yes, it sounds like the dog is very relaxed with his legs up. Now I feel like I can leave a comment knowing exactly what I'm looking at and what I'm going to say to my niece. Now, of course, it won't tell me who the man is, but I know who the man is, and you probably will kind of get an idea about the person themselves. And yes, you can ask more specific questions than that. You can ask about the man. So let's do this one last one here. What can you tell me about the man in the picture? Virtual volunteer, the man in the picture appears to be in his late 20s or early 30s. He has a beard and is wearing a black shirt. He is holding a Nintendo Switch in the first photo and seems to be relaxing on the couch with his dog in both photos. He appears to have a close relationship with his dog as the dog is laying on top of him or next to him in both photos. So now you can see why I have now have Facebook and Instagram back on my home screen to enjoy just like anybody else should. And I hope you have the same experience as well. As now this is going to bring joy and happiness to me then now I'm able to participate in Facebook with my family, share photos, and be part of that conversation. That's the whole point of this, is the inclusion and knowing what's going on exactly when they send a picture. Here's something that I think we all can relate, and that is going to a restaurant. So I'm at a sit-down place, and they hand you a menu, or they have a designated QR code you can scan and that'll bring up a, their menu. More times than not, it's a picture, right? And it's not readable. If it is readable, we could probably perform an OCR on it 
or even on the menu itself. You know the experience. You've been there. And I know that it's completely inefficient. It's just tedious work, a lot of work just to get to something that I want to read without having to listen to it for 10 minutes, gibbering, jabbering, and that's if I get a good picture, right? Or perhaps you are more organized and you have a restaurant in mind. I want to do research ahead of time. You bring out your web browser of choice and you bring up that particular restaurant and look at their menu. Same results, lots of investigating, lots of reading and such, right? Or perhaps you got a flyer in your door and it contains a menu as well. Lots of different ways, but there are times when I want to go to the restaurant and we don't know where we're going. It's one of those, I'll sit in the car, hey, what are you in the mood for? I don't know, da, 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 da. We go back and forth, we don't know where we're gonna go. And so we decide to go to this place. Typically, I always have to ask my spouse, or if she's not with me, I typically will have to ask the server, and et cetera, or hopefully I go to a restaurant that I know what I like to eat. But wouldn't it be great if I could expand that and give you more ability to control and more independency, right? All right, so here's an example. I just recently went to a Mexican restaurant at my local joint here. It's called... Jose Peppers, and they did indeed have a QR code, and I took that and saved it, brought it home, and here we are now. Are you ready for this? I was totally amazed of the results and how beautiful this came out with the Be My Eyes virtual volunteer difference. All right, so here's the menu. Virtual volunteer, this is a menu for a Mexican restaurant. On the left side, there are starters, quesadillas, soups and salads, and sandwiches. On the right side, there are specialties, enchiladas, burritos, tacos, fajitas, and chimichangas. Each section has multiple options with descriptions and prices. Would you like me to read out any specific section for you? How beautiful is that, right? And I'm telling to myself, oh wow, such an organized way of being able to tell me by section. And here we thought it was going to read the whole thing, and we were going to be listening to it for eons of minutes, right? So I'm going to ask about the particular things in the enchilada section. Let's see what she says. Sure. Tell me more about the enchilada section. Virtual volunteer, the enchilada section has four options. Vegetarian enchiladas, enchilada supreme, enchiladas rancheras, and enchilada susas. The vegetarian enchiladas are filled with sautéed veggies and topped with red sauce and cheese. The enchiladas supreme are filled with chicken or beef and topped with red sauce, cheese, and sour cream. The enchiladas rancheras are filled with chicken or beef and topped with a special ranchera sauce and cheese. The enchiladas susas are filled with chicken or beef and topped with the creamy white sauce and cheese. All options are priced at $12.99. Is there anything else you would like to know? All right. Now, you have to be blown away by that. It actually gave me the variety of things, what kind of protein I want, and the price for the enchiladas right there. I didn't have to ask or anything. It just makes things so much simpler, doesn't it? Now, for fun and giggles, I am curious what they have for starters. Yes, tell me about the starters. Virtual volunteer, the starters section has six options. Dips for chips, nachos, guacamole, chile con queso, grilled chicken quesadilla, and tortilla soup. The dips for chips are a trio of salsa, queso, and guacamole. The nachos are topped with beef or chicken, cheese, beans, and jalapenos. The guacamole is made fresh with avocados, tomatoes, onions, and cilantro. 
The chile con queso is a creamy cheese dip with a hint of spice. The grilled chicken quesadilla is filled with grilled chicken, cheese, and veggies. The tortilla soup is a traditional Mexican soup with chicken, veggies, and tortilla strips. Prices range from $6.99 to $9.99. Is there anything else you would like to know? That's pretty cool. So it gave me a, a range there. Ask about the specific price to see if it can zoom in on that alone. So I'm interested in the quesadilla starter. So let's see how much that is. How much is the grilled chicken quesadilla within the starters? Virtual volunteer, the grilled chicken quesadilla is priced at $8.99. Is there anything else you would like to know? That's a pretty hefty price for a starter, isn't it? But that sounds really delicious. And as I mentioned before, I was just totally blown away. I love the simplicity. I love the conversation that I can have with a volunteer, like if they're real, and I can ask for specific without being inundated and overwhelmed by all the information that is thrown at you. You can ask specific questions, get specific answer. This makes life so much different for me now when I'm out and about going to a restaurant, grabbing a menu. Now I could be feel like I'm included without having to ask for any assistant. It just gives me more freedom. Now, one of the idea I had is that I wondered, I used to be a avid baseball card collector back in the days when I had vision. Now, of course, it just became to the point where I wasn't really sure why I needed these cards. So I gave away most of those cards, unfortunately. There were probably over 20,000 of them. Yeah, I had a lot of cards, if not more than that. But I did keep some of the ones I really wanted, and I kept them in a special sleeve and put them in, sealed them away in a box. Hopefully someday I will be able to get to those and enjoy it the way I used to. Well, wait no more. I had this possibility. I thought, like, is it plausible? Because as you can imagine, if I do an OCR on this, if I did a voice dream scanner, seeing AI, envision it, it's not going to be the same experience, right? You're going to get a bunch of gibberish, especially on the back of the cards where there's stats and all the information. It would just be too much. It just wouldn't be efficient and enjoyable. So I was like, hmm, is this possible? Could we have a Be My Eyes virtual volunteer difference? All right. Well, let's find out. So I have the front side of a baseball card here. Now, I know this is the front side because this is a tops card and because it has a slick front and a cardboard feel on the back. Those are the older style cards where the new ones stay. They're slick back on both. And sometimes they have little embedded holograms or logos in a corner that let you know that's the front or back of a card. But I am going to go ahead and perform a virtual volunteer on this and see what the results is. Virtual volunteer, this is a baseball card featuring Willie Mays. He is wearing a New York Giants baseball cap and uniform. The card has his name and signature on the bottom. The background is a blue sky. The card appears to be aged and has some wear and tear. Wow. So I just took a card out of my collection here, and I'm able to immediately define that's my Willie Mays tops card. Now, as any baseball card users out there, you're typically... Well, unless you recognize the front, you can pretty much tell what brand this is. But with this, I know it's tops, but we'll have to flip the backside. And I'm going to add the image here and see what it says about the backside, because that's where a lot of the information is. But before we do that, let me ask more detail about the card. 
Give me more detail about this card. Virtual volunteer, sure. The card is a portrait orientation and has a beige border. Willie Mays is looking towards the left side of the card. The New York Giants logo on his cap and uniform is orange. His signature is in red ink. The card appears to be from the 1950s or 1960s based on the style and wear. In that something. Wow. So now I know he's pointing toward to the left. Huh. This is so cool. I love this. All right. Let's do what I said I was going to do. Let's go ahead and add an image to the virtual volunteer of the backside and see what we get. Virtual volunteer. This is a picture of a baseball card. The card is for Willie Mays, an outfielder for the New York Giants. The card has his statistics on the back. It is from the 1952 Topps baseball set. The card is in a plastic sleeve. Wow. Okay. Now, let's get more information. Let's do the typical route of give me more details. Give me more details about this card. Virtual volunteer. Sure. The card has a red background with a picture of Willie Mays on the front. His name and position are written in white text above the picture. On the back of the card, there are statistics for his career up until 1952, including his batting average, home runs, and fielding percentage. The card is also marked with the Topps logo and T-C-G, which stands for the Topps Company, Incorporated. How cool is that? So, huh, boy, this just takes me back. This is such a wonderful feeling. Um, all right, let's ask more information about certain stats on this. So let's see what we can do yet. Can you tell me when he was born, how tall he is, and give me his 1952 stats. Virtual volunteer, Willie Mays was born on May 6, 1931 in Westfield, Alabama. He is 5 feet 11 inches tall. In 1952, he had a batting stance of right-handed and threw right-handed. He played 121 games that season and had a batting average of .236 with 20 home runs and 68 RBIs. Wow. So that obviously pulled details, not, well, based on the card, what it sees, and then pulls it. I wonder if it would tell me the stats on the card itself. So let me ask that. Give me the statistical information on this card. Virtual volunteer, sure. Here are the statistics on the back of the card. Semicolon, year, 1952 games, 121 at-bats, 464 runs, 59 hits, 127 doubles, 26 triples, 8 home runs, 20 RBIs, 68 batting average, 0.236 slugging percentage, 0.409 fielding percentage, 0.976. Additionally, the card notes that Willie Mays was voted the National League Rookie of the Year in 1951. Wow, that just took my breath away. It read all that so efficiently and easily, so unlike some of the OCR, this possibly could do. So, with any baseball card user, I need to know the number for this card on this set. Can you tell me what the card number is on this card? Virtual volunteer, sure. The card number is 261. It is located on the back of the card in the top left corner. And that, my friends, is the Be My Eyes virtual volunteer difference. Now, I can actually go through all these cars and be back where I used to remember collecting these cars and have them in my hands and actually get to see and feel what they are like and what they appear to be on the card. I did try this on other cars for those that are asking if you are collector cars of other things such as Pokemon, Magic Cards, or even the new Disney Lorcana which I'm going to be collecting next now that I know I can do this, which I am so excited. And so, for example, if I took the Pokemon cards, I could just, I took a picture of that, and sure enough, it was able to tell me the character. It told me the number, 
It told me the moves that it can make and things like that. Then I asked, what kind of moves can it make? And it told me the moves, how many hit points it takes, and things like that. So you can use your creative mind to think about any collector items that you want to get back into, such as this. Just gives me such a relief and a new hobby to get back into as I love my baseball cards so very much. And now I can enjoy the upcoming Disney Lorcanum cards, which I am a huge Disney fan. Just simply amazing. So earlier today, I was doing my cleaning chores around the house and I came across a couple of cards and I was thinking to myself, now this would be something that we could all relate as there's so many different occasion holidays and just wishful thinking that you receive cards from the mail from various family or friends and such. And I know I get plenty of cards from my relatives, my mom, my aunt, and people like that send me birthday cards, Easter cards, Christmas cards all the time. And, you know, more times than not, they are read to me, but which is great because I love hearing what is on the card and what they have to say uh, for that occasion to me. And that's very thoughtful. I love receiving cards that mean something because they went out of their way to get that card for you and there's always a meaning behind it. But that's only half of the story, right? And that is we don't get to see the visual aspect of the card. And that's what's half the fun when you shop for cards is that you want some card that's appealing. Maybe it's just simple. Maybe it's beautiful and elegant or maybe something funny. Whatever that may be, we never usually get to know what we're looking at in terms of the card. So it's always been read to us. Wouldn't it be great to get the whole picture so you can get the whole idea behind it and their thoughts of when they got the card? So this brings a whole new meaning to me now I get to see the card as a whole. So I have a couple cards here and we are going to take a look at those and see what kind of results we're going to get with these. Virtual volunteer, the picture shows a birthday card for a four-year-old. The background is blue with a green border. There are illustrations of a monkey, zebra, giraffe, elephant, hippopotamus, and crocodile. The text on the card reads you're four years old. How cute. I had no idea we had this card. I know we're going to be going to a birthday party for a four-year-old coming up soon. And so this must have been something that the my wife had picked out. How cute is that? Because not only she told me that we got a card for her, but now I can say, yeah, but what's on the card? And I don't have to ask anymore. And this is just so cute of the cute little animals on the card. And she would appreciate she loves animals. Um, let me ask for more details here. Give me more details about the card. Virtual volunteer, the birthday card appears to be a standard size greeting card. The illustrations are cartoon-like in style. The monkey is hanging from a tree, the zebra is standing on its hind legs, the giraffe is smiling, the elephant is trumpeting, the hippopotamus is grinning, and the crocodile is snapping its jaws. The text is written in a fun, playful font. Oh, that's so... wow. That just simply amazes me because... No one did it tell me they had the animals on there in the first shot, but the second time we asked, then it was telling me what the animals were doing, like the monkey on the tree and everybody smiling. That, wow, that just takes you to a whole new level, and I just absolutely love that result. Let's take a picture of the inside of the card and see what we get here. Virtual volunteer, the picture shows the inside of the birthday card. 
The left side is blank, while the right side has text that reads happy birthday to a kid everyone is wild about. Have fun being four. The text is written in a simple, black font. How cute is that? I'll ask for detail on the card itself again here. Give me more details about the card. Virtual volunteer, the inside of the card appears to have a lot of space for writing a personalized message on the left side. The text on the right side is centered and takes up about a third of the space. The card appears to be made of a thick, high-quality paper. The background is white. Very cool. Very dis describe exactly where you get an idea where you can sign it. And I, wow. Okay, so I've got another card, and let's try that results, as I have no clue what this particular card is. And so let's take a look at that one. Now I can tell, just feeling it, there's some glitter on it. So this, <laughs> I'm really curious with what this will contain. Virtual volunteer, this is a picture of a card with a white background and pink and orange flowers. In the center of the card, there is a blue oval with the word grandmother written in gold letters. The card has a pink ribbon on the top and bottom. Now this sounds more elegant and I like that. Let me get some more description about the card itself. Give me more details about the card. Virtual volunteer, sure, the card appears to be a greeting card for a grandmother. The flowers on the card are various shades of pink and orange with green leaves. The blue oval in the center has a gold border, and the word grandmother is written in an elegant font. The pink ribbon on the top and bottom of the card adds a touch of sophistication. Overall, the card has a vintage and floral aesthetic. Wow. You know, I was just thinking to myself, I would have never known that. And even if somebody cited word to tell us what's on the front, um, although I know they would do their best, but it would not be in that type of way of exact description of the front. Uh, that just totally amazes me. Um, let's take the picture of inside and see what we have on the inside of this card. Virtual volunteer, this is a picture of the inside of the same card. The left side is blank and the right side has a birthday message written in black text. The message reads, this special wish brings warmest thoughts and lots of love to you. Happy birthday. What a beautiful message. Perfect for a grandma, all right? Let's ask about the details of the card itself here. Give me more details about the card. Virtual volunteer, sure. The inside of the card appears to be a birthday greeting for a grandmother. The left side of the card is blank, likely for a personal message to be written. The right side has a heartfelt birthday message written in a simple and clean font. The text is black and is centered on the page. Overall, the card has a minimal and heartfelt aesthetic on the inside. I don't know about you, but this is just simply beautiful. I am going to absolutely love getting cards now, and that way I not only know what it says inside or on the outside, but now I get more details of what the card looks like so I can get the full meaning in the story behind the card itself and the thought that was put into it. How s as simple as something like this that I would think a lot of sighted people don't take for granted that what we miss out and just being able to participate and discuss about the cover and how we love the little animals on there, how they were smiling and the elegancy of the flowers and the pink colors I think it's going to spark conversation that we never had before and possibly just amazes the, the sender probably like, how did you know that? Or I thought you would like that or something like that. So, so this is taking the greeting cards or cards to a whole new level. So as you can hear for yourself, the sky is the limit. There is so many different possibilities that we could use with the Be My Eyes virtual volunteer. I wish I could cover everything I have experienced, but there's just simply just not enough time in the day to put in a podcast. So to save some time and listening to 
the rest of this podcast, I am now going to show you some hodgepodge of various items that I think you could relate to in your everyday life. For example, when I was hooking my lunch the other day for that wonderful frozen meal that we just did a demonstration on, I wanted to know how much time was left on the microwave. How much time is left on the display? Virtual volunteer, the time left on the display is 1 minute and 54 seconds. Now that's useful. That's something I can tell that I have a little bit more time to finish up on the dishes while that's cooking, and I know exactly how much time I've left. On to the next example. So here is a thermostat. I was over at my mom's house the other day, and I was curious what her thermostat was set to. So here's the result for that. Virtual volunteer, I can see a Honeywell home thermostat. The screen shows the time is 6, 30 and the temperature is 72 degrees. There are buttons for set, hold, run, return, heat on, off, cool, auto, and on. There is also a button with a right arrow and a button with a down arrow. So now I know it's set to 72 degrees. Is this on heating or cooling? Virtual volunteer, the thermostat is currently set to heat on mode. And I know that it's on heat mode. Being a social butterfly is another thing you can do, as now I can understand a meme. Virtual volunteer, the picture is of three white mice wearing sunglasses and holding canes. They are standing against a dark blue background. The text above them reads, I know I won't see you, but happy birthday. I thought that was pretty funny myself. I love this meme. And now that I'm able to see what is on this image, I sent that to my sister. And for those that are wondering, you can even ask, what does that mean if it's something that's more complicated or doesn't make sense to you? Sometimes I just need a little bit of help to understand what is this setting set to. Virtual volunteer, this is an image of a washing machine control panel. There is a large silver knob in the center with various wash settings around it, such as normal, bulky items, delicates, and casuals. There is also a drain and spin option. What is the dial set to? Virtual volunteer, the dial is currently set to the normal wash setting. Excellent. Going online shopping. Shopping is now even fun. Now I know what I'm looking at and not be disappointed on something I order. Virtual volunteer, this is a picture of a man wearing a red polo shirt with the Columbia logo on the left chest and cocky pants. He is standing in front of a white background. Tell me more about the shirt that he's wearing. Virtual volunteer, the shirt is a short sleeve polo shirt with a collar and a two-button placket. It appears to be made of a breathable fabric and has the Columbia logo embroidered on the left chest in white. The color of the shirt is a deep red. Nice, I think I'm going to get that. What is that funny looking thing? The other day I was over at my niece's house and she's rather young. She's in elementary school and she has an aquarium that she wanted me to see. And I said, you know what? You could do me a big favor. I would love to see your, your fish. Would you take a picture of it? Get real close to it and take a picture. And she did. And then I took the phone and I ran this through Be My Eyes. And this is what I heard. Virtual volunteer, the picture is of a goldfish in an aquarium. The goldfish is orange and has flowing fins. It appears to be swimming near some plants and there is another fish in the background. So I asked her, I said, I really love the picture of your goldfish. And she just looked at me and she said, how did you know? I thought you were blind. So I showed her this, be my eyes virtual volunteer. Last one up is just enjoying nature as it is. So if you are on a walk or you have something that you are curious about, here's a photo that I took in a backyard of one of my neighbors here. 
Virtual Volunteer, the picture is of a garden with a variety of colorful plants and flowers. There is a Japanese maple tree on the left and a pink azalea bush on the right. In the background, there is a wooden fence and a small patio with a table and chairs. The garden is landscaped with rocks and pebbles. That is beautiful. That's exactly what it is. Uh, I was surprised that it would pick out the exact type of tree. Um, that is a Japanese maple tree. I'm curious if it would describe me the flowers that it sees in, in that nature picture. Can you tell me more about the flowers? Virtual volunteer, the flowers in the picture include pink azaleas and orange peonies. They are in full bloom and add a pop of color to the garden. There are also blue hydrangeas and white daisies scattered throughout the landscaping. So now on the next time you're on a nature trail and you just want to snap a picture of something, hopefully you'll get some results like that. So as I mentioned before, I wish I could give you more, especially of the items that you're thinking of wanting to try to do. I have tried to cover so many different things that I've come across, and I hope that a lot of these will give you some hopeful thoughts and something to look forward to when the Be My Eyes virtual volunteer comes out later in Q3 of 2023. Now, ending the podcast, I wanted to let you know that AI is not always perfect. Now, in all the segments I have done in this podcast has been double-checked and verified with a sighted person, and all those information were correct and accurate. However, there have been lots of moments and pictures that did not come out as well as I hope it would do. And that just depends on the AI itself. As is new, it's still trying to learn and trying to get better over time. And by the time that this app comes out, they are going to make things even more accurate and pull more information and details and an image like this. Just in the short time I played with it, I have noticed it has gotten improvements, things gotten faster, things gotten better in terms of description. And I know the people behind the Be My Eyes is wanting to take this time to make all the various tweaks so it comes out as good as it can be. But even with that, AI is not perfect. So when you do get your Be My Eyes virtual volunteer, sometimes you're going to find some funny results. And I have seen that. So I had to run through things maybe a couple of times before I got the result that I know is right. Various items that gets very confusing, that is, you probably heard of the remote controls, microwave panels, even dishwasher or washing machines, anything with a lot of things on it displays. What I tend to find out the best result is to get very close to the area you want. Don't give it too much of a room that it can see everything, and it will generally give me a better answers and the results that you're looking for. Nonetheless, this is still totally revolutionary. This has altered my life on a daily basis, and this is a go-to on my main home screen. I use this every single day, regardless of some of the hiccups or errors or things it gets wrong. More times than not, I get the correct answer, or I get at least what I want to know from the object or item that I want to ask question. And as you heard for yourself, the answer is just totally amazing. So much so, this has made a huge day and night difference in terms of the task I can do on my own. Nothing will ever substitute a real eyes, and that is why we still have the item to call a volunteer to double check on an item. If you're unsure or if you're not sure of the results, 
And sometimes the AI can come back and it sure sounds like they know for sure what they saw and that's accurate. And sometimes that is not true. And so you should always have a backup of the call volunteer to double check on an item if you need something to be truly accurate. Otherwise, just get a ballpark idea of what you're looking at and get the answer that you just need. This is definitely a must. So the question I have for you before I sign out, are you a believer yet? I thought so. So stay tuned to AppleViz.com. Check on that this fall, and we will let you know when it drops. You can always go over to the Be My Eyes website, subscribe to their newsletter, and that way you can be in the end. And when it does drop, you'll be able to know that it came out. And of course, you can be on the waiting list. Just go to the Be My Eyes app. Go to the bottom where it says virtual volunteer, double tap that, and then I'll put you and go through the process of put you on a waiting list. And hopefully you'll be able to participate and get in before the public release. And of course, if you have any questions, just leave it to the comment of this podcast, or you can email me at thomas at applevis.com. Okay, well, that's going to do for this podcast. I hope you enjoyed this, and I hope I covered the, the items that you would be most interested in. My name is Thomas Donville, also known as Anonymous. Till next time, bye-bye. This AppleVis podcast has been brought to you by the community of AppleVis.com for the latest in resources and tips and tricks to get you the best experience from your Apple device. Visit www.applevis.com.